is the time for you as a leader to absolutely step up and you know provide that clarity and that reassurance where you can of why change is happening, what it means for the individual. Hey, so here we are, everyone. Greetings from wonderful Indonesia here in Bali. Um, but listen, what I wanted to talk to you today about is communicating through times of great change. Now, this is important because if you're in an organization, you might be restructuring, you might be changing strategic, strategic direction, you might be buying a new business that needs to be integrated into the parent company, you know, you might actually be having to make some exits with the team, etc. So whenever we're going through times of change, communication is absolutely imperative. And, you know, for my 30 years in business, I found that, you know, you can never over communicate. It's so important that especially at times of great change, that you are connecting with your team, you're communicating in the right way, and you're really being absolutely clear around why change is happening, you're empathetic so that everyone can build that understanding and commitment that you're looking for from your team. So I cannot emphasize enough how important this is. And as I say, you know, this is really what I'm going to share with you are some of the tips that I have personally put into practice myself when dealing with big transformation programs, times have changed through my corporate career. So whether it was when I was a CEO of the travel division at Saga, uh, whether it was when I was the managing director of the emerging markets at TUI, or indeed with the organizations that I advise today on their strategic growth and high performing teams, executive leadership, etc communication is the most important thing. So grab a pen and paper if you haven't got one already. I'm going to share with you six really important things to remember and apply when communicating through times of great change. And, you know, as I say, this is all about setting yourself up for success. You know, people say that they don't like change, but actually, you know, that's not necessarily true, but there can be some deep-rooted psychological impact areas around change. You know, whether that is people are fearful of loss, they're fearful of change itself, maybe they've had a bad experience in the past when there's been lots of change in an organisation, so very often people are feeling a little bit vulnerable. So now is the time for you as a leader to absolutely step up and you know provide that clarity and that reassurance where you can of why change is happening, what it means for the individual. So let's get into this then. The first thing when working with times of great change, and hey, listen, let's face it, change is the one constant, you know, <laughs> we don't have to work at change, that's going to happen. Um, but how do you actually navigate through it in the best way for you and your team? So the first thing is really important, you explain why. So why is the change happening, whether that's a reorganization structure, whether it's a change in direction, whether it's an exit from a business, buying a new business, introducing a new product line, maybe closing certain um, offices within an organization, whatever the change is, maybe it's a change of leadership at the top. You've got a new CEO that's come in that maybe has a different perspective of the world. You know, so there's so many different aspects around change. It is prevalent everywhere. But the most important thing when you're starting out on a change um, scenario is explain why 
Why is the change happening? You know, and really try and bring that down to not only the macro perspective of why change is happening, but also what it means for the individuals that you're speaking to. So how is it going to affect them? At the end of the day, human nature is pretty simple. Most people are thinking about what's in it for me or how may I be affected by this? So explaining the rationale, how it connects to the big vision and the strategy for the organization is great, but also explaining why specifically maybe that part of the business is affected compared to another part of the business, why maybe that particular individual is affected in terms of their role, etc. So explain why both on a micro level, but also a macro level and how that fits into the overall purpose and the direction. The second important point is around making space. You know, so when people are hearing about change, you know, they need to process it. You need to be able to give them the space to, to actually, you know, kind of get their head around things. Also to, to ask questions and, you know, really encourage a, a spirit of openness and a safe psychological space that people can really feel that they're able to voice their opinion. So making space is, is absolutely critical when dealing with change and communicating with impact. Allow people the time to sort of absorb. You might have to go back and have a second conversation, a third conversation, a fourth conversation. You might need to do that in different forums. Maybe it's a town hall where you get the whole company together. Maybe it's one to one or in specific groups. You know, so actually making the space and the time in your diary as well in order to pay respect to people who are really trying to process what's going on um, and allowing them the space to, to go through that emotional curve, that emotional curve of change that I've spoken about before. The third point is around show and tell. So when you're, you know, in the in the spotlight, let's say maybe you're the boss or you're the managing a team, whatever it might be, everyone is kind of looking to you for guidance and support. So you need to make sure that your body language, the words that you choose are, you know, really reflective of the messages that you want to get across in particular at times of change. So show and tell your behaviors, you know, will, you know, be read into. So be conscious of that. Everyone will be watching, you know, if you go into a meeting room with an individual or maybe you're spotted outside of the office talking to someone or maybe you've said something and everyone is looking at what does that mean and trying to really read behind the the words that you're saying. So show and tell. The fourth point is around encourage dialogue. You know, so where I've seen change done exceptionally poorly in organizations is where the, the bombshell is dropped, often, you know, the message about the change, and then whoever is delivering that message kind of runs for the hills and isn't actually there to follow up with the dialogue. You know, you want to be able to encourage questions and, you know, be able to provide answers where you can. Now, in some instances, you might not be able to, you know, give absolute clarity, but wherever you can please please do that because it's going to make a massive difference encourage dialogue you know and I would always say when you're actually delivering a big change message have some pre-prepared question and answers you know that maybe your internal communications team or PR are able to help you with and also for external external stakeholders you might be having to deliver a message to your investors or to the city if you're you know a listed business etc so 
think about the questions that people are going to be likely to ask so that you're well prepared, you have the answers already. You know, you can even provide that actually so that people can read through it, digest, etc. Encourage dialogue. You know, also, there may be certain things that the team have got some great ideas on how you can implement the change in the right way. So, you know, don't just drop a bombshell and then run for the hills and not be present and, you know, available for conversations. Encourage dialogue, but encourage dialogue in the right way. Don't shy away from the, from the tough conversations, the fierce conversations that you might need to have. But at the same time, you know, make sure that it doesn't spiral into sort of, you know, a, a pool of negativity necessarily. And not all change is bad. Very often, change is actually really positive. Change is, is about progress. For some people, a big change could create a massive opportunity. It might create some movement in an organization structure that gives chance for other people to be promoted or to take on a new role. You know, change is not always bad. Change is often very, very positive. And actually, when you get through the change, you know, if you ever do, because you're we're always changing and growing, um, actually, you can find that coming out the other side, you know, people that are still part of that future will very often have far more fulfilling roles and the business gets moved into a different space in terms of results and what you're doing for the customer, etc. So encourage dialogue. Point number five is about building engagement through accomplishments. So what do I mean by that? Well, essentially, you know, when a big change is happening, sometimes that can seem quite overwhelming. You, know, you might have a really ambitious, big, hairy, audacious goal or vision that's aligned with the change that you're talking about. But the way to try and get people to buy into the change that I found through my kind of 30 years in business is really to break it down into intermediate goals. And then when those goals have been achieved, you know, recognize that, build the engagement through those accomplishments, because then you gather momentum, you gain the confidence of the team, you reward and recognize great performance. And that will also mean that maybe some of those people that are more cautious or maybe more negative about a change in situation start to come on board as well, because they can clearly see that the results are coming, the impact is happening, the opportunities are there for people to, to grow into new roles, for example. So build engagement through accomplishments, break it down into small chunks. And as you've got those intermediate goals recognized when they're achieved, and actually how that contributes in terms of one step further towards the bigger picture and the bigger things that you're aiming for. Point number six, as a leader, it can be a very lonely place, right? It can feel sometimes like the weight of the world is on your shoulders. Everyone is looking to you for the answers. You know, it can feel quite uh, lonely. And also sometimes it can be quite hostile as well, because you might be having to deal with you know, quite difficult stakeholders internally and externally. So through change, you have to actively manage yourself as well. You know, make sure that you're in good state. Make sure that you have put your own oxygen mask on first. Um, you know, because if you don't, you could all equally, you know, kind of crumble under the pressure. So, you know, be really mindful about your physical well-being, your mental well-being, you know, whatever it is that you do in terms of daily practice and good routines try to stick to them 
During times of change or stress, very often our good habits, our good rituals go out the window. We maybe don't eat so well. We sacrifice sleep, maybe drinking too much alcohol. We don't find the time to go to the gym or to have a run. Maybe we miss out on our regular yoga sessions or our meditation, whatever it may be. Maybe we stop reading and developing ourselves because we're under pressure and we're under stress. It is the absolute opposite of what you should do. So, you know, you really need to, to manage yourself through times of great change as a leader because if you are not in the best shape possible how can you possibly be in the best shape for your teams for your loved ones for your customers for your you know investors shareholders etc so really actively manage yourself so let me just recap six main things that are really important when communicating through times of change number one explain why number two make space so people are able to process the change Point number three, show and tell. Make sure your behaviours, the words you use, the language you use, the way you hold yourself is reflective in the right way and sending out the right messages. Point number four, encourage dialogue, questions, answers, group discussions, forums. Don't shy away from that. That's a really great way to gain buy-in and also ideas from the team. Number five, build engagement through accomplishment. Break down what you're trying to achieve into small manageable tasks so that you can then move forward, gather momentum and confidence. And point number six, actively manage yourself as a leader. So listen, I hope this has been helpful for you. If you're watching this on my YouTube channel, Brave Bold Brilliant, then please do subscribe because that always helps in terms of um, you know, making sure that you're aware when a new video is out. If you're listening to this on the podcast again, please do subscribe, share, like. It all massively helps. And if we're not connected on social media, let's get connected. You know, I think that by having meaningful relationships with people both in the physical world and in the online world is so important because then we can help each other we can share and in all honesty you know that's why I do what I do my purpose in life is to unlock greatness in myself and others by being brave bold and brilliant that is it uh, so this is why I do episodes like this why I share ideas like this very practical stuff that's going to help you help your business and help your teams so whatever you're doing today have an amazing day I hope that you know you are able to navigate through times of change in an effective way and that these six key tips will be really useful for you going forward so take care everyone have a wonderful day and remember there are no limits to your growth so just go out there and absolutely smash it Take care, everyone. I really hope you've enjoyed Brave, Bold, Brilliant. Don't forget to subscribe and share with all your friends. And if you've enjoyed listening, I'd love it if you'd leave me a five-star review.